On this episode of the Rocketship Business Academy podcast, three secrets to hiring better. Hey there, welcome to the Rocketship Business Academy podcast, the podcast for business founders working every day to scale their business and turn their biggest visions into reality. I'm Steve August. I am a serial entrepreneur who took his first startup from idea to successful multi-million dollar exit. I've sat in the founder CEO seat and I know the good, the bad, and the ugly of the founder's journey firsthand. Since 2017, I've been coaching other founders, helping them build rocket ship businesses. In this podcast, I'm sharing my hard-won lessons, taking your questions, and supporting you in your biggest challenges in becoming the CEO your company needs. Ready to light this candle? Then let's hit today's episode. Today's episode comes in response to a question from one of my subscribers. This founder writes, The only thing I'm struggling with is people. Finding, assessing, onboarding, retaining, and of course, letting go if they shouldn't be retained. It's the hardest part and the thing that sucks the most of my time. In general, people are so flaky, promises made and not kept, balls being dropped all the time, and I can't tell the difference between the people that are going to drop the ball, 95%, and the people that aren't, say 5%. They both seem the same to me in the beginning, and it takes a lot of time and energy to assess who's who, and I haven't figured that out yet. An episode on how to do that well, or any tips or tricks on how to rapidly assess for integrity, critical thinking, diligence, and authenticity would be great. Well, I'm here to deliver, and this podcast episode is all about hiring, and as I mentioned, three secrets to hiring better. And... I will say to the founder who wrote in, you are not alone. Hiring is one of the biggest mentioned challenges for everybody, uh, every founder that uh, I have encountered. And especially recently as the hiring and the job market has has skewed really towards the employees uh, and the team members uh, more than the uh, management and people hiring. But that said, There are three secrets that I'd like to share that I've discovered over the years when it comes to hiring. And I wish I had known these three things when I was a first-time founder because it would have made such a huge difference. So I'm really happy to be sharing um, these things with you guys today. So let's jump right in. So secret number one, if you want A players you need to create A roles. And what I mean by that is anybody you bring onto your team is playing a role. And one of the biggest mistakes I made, and I see a lot of first time founders making, is not really being really clear on what that role is. And what I mean is a lot of times people have a job description and it will be a laundry list of things that they want this person to do. But it really doesn't get to the heart of why that role, this function in the company exists and what it's there to do. So here's what I do now. And here's what I coach my founders on. When you create a role, you need just three things. You need one, what outcome does this role own? The person that you're bringing in is going to take up resource and is going to, whether it's time and money, you need them to produce an outcome and getting really clear on what that outcome is. And one of the things that I always had a challenge with was 
of not being clear on that, having it be a little bit fuzzy. Fuzziness and ambiguity are not your friend here. So what outcome does the role own? If it's a marketing person, do they generate leads, you know, marketing qualified leads, MQLs? If it's a salesperson, those are easy. It's like they need to deliver on a quota. Uh, if it's a product person, is it somebody who's delivering uh, a certain number of features, a certain number of commits, uh, a certain level of progress? So you have to be really clear on what that that outcome is, and what that that impact of that that role really is for your organization. Okay, number two for the roles: How do you create a great role? Number two, a success metric. How do you know if they're doing a really good job? Because if you can't measure it, then how do you know either way? And how do you have that conversation with the person and to set the expectation, which will be a management episode for another time, how do you set the expectation in the right way without that metric? And success metrics are really sometimes hard to come up with. Sometimes there's a lot of qualitative stuff in there, but it's well worth the effort. If you can't come up with a clear success metric, something that you measure that person's efforts and results by on their way to achieving the outcome, then you need to go back and rethink it because you haven't clarified the role. If you can't come up with a metric, you haven't clarified the role. And then the last thing is, what are they responsible for? So what are the things they need to do, be able to do, and um, to be able to create the outcome, deliver the outcome, and achieve the success metric. And that is where the list of things that they need to do actually come in. And in that list, you have all the things that, all the skills and expertise and knowledge. Um, So that's the first thing. For A players, create A roles. They own an outcome, they have a success metric, and they have a list of responsibilities or things that they need to do in order to create that result. Okay, secret number two audition versus interview okay this is huge this one i really wish i had known so one of the things that is tricky with hiring is that we're not just hiring for skills and expertise and experience we are hiring for a set of behaviors that match the way we want things to go in our company so this founder we go back to the question can you do can you provide any tips or tricks on how to rapidly assess for integrity, critical thinking, diligence, and authenticity? So when I think of those words, those are actually values that the the founder has that are really important to this founder, that everybody in the company has these values. And values in my book are sets of behaviors. So what this person really wants to hire for is in addition to the skills and expertise, is a set of behaviors that, that she finds really important. So how do you do this? Like if you just ask people, they will tell you pretty much what you want to hear. And people are really good at knowing what the answer is supposed to be to an interview question. So the, the trick is, or the secret to unlocking this, is to think about it more as an audition. Yes, you're going to ask questions and you're going to see about expertise and experience. But what you want to do in the hiring process is create situations and scenarios where you're auditioning for behaviors. So if 
diligence is a value, something really important, and you're trying to assess between two people who answered the interview questions perfectly, give them something to do, a follow-up item, and see if they diligently complete it. If you want to see if they have integrity, like do they do what they say they're going to do when they're going to do it? So you create something in the audition process um, to, to basically test their behaviors. So a great example of this is one founder I worked with had a hard time hiring salespeople and he has a salesperson who he loves and we identified the behaviors that he really loves in the salesperson and one of the things was this ability or the sense of hustle and the sense of following up. And so what he did with some sales candidates during the process is he gave him his cell phone number and said, hey, you know, if you have any questions, text me. You need anything, just text me. And what he wanted to see was who would actually text him, who would just text him to say, hey, really love the interview, really love the opportunity, really want to jump on this. Because that's what he was looking for. If somebody is willing to text somebody and to do it within a very short amount of time, within 24 hours, then he knew he had a set of behaviors that aligned with the, the role and the position that he was working for. Okay, so that is number two audition versus interview. So let's recap. Secret number one, create a roles to get a players. Secret number two, audition versus interview. And now the third secret is what I call indispensable in 30 days. So every amazing team member that I've had made themselves indispensable within 30 days, like right off the bat, they were amazing. And usually I find that if somebody doesn't, it's not, not 100%, but 90% of the time, if somebody can't make themselves indispensable in 30 days, then that's usually a warning sign. And a way to think about this, really simple, uh, and I got this from a book, the book Traction and the EOS, is that what they call GWC. Do they get it? Do they want it? And can they do it? And people who are a good fit for a position will demonstrate all three of those qualities within 30 days and you will be asking yourself how you ever got along without them. So look for that and that is generally the the biggest telltale sign that I see when knowing if somebody's really working out and you've hit a home run. So just a recap again for uh, secret one, A players create A roles. For secret number two, audition versus interview. Secret number three, indispensable in 30 days. Okay, a couple of caveats. First of all, um, first caveat is at different stages, you're going to have access to different levels of talent. So somebody is just starting out in seed stage um, is going to have a different ability to access talent, different resources than somebody who's in series A, B, or C. And I've seen that with many of my founders is like, you're going to have a different level of talent, especially when you get to the executive level early on. And that's just the way things are. So you may not have exactly the highest level of talent early on when you can't support it uh, financially. And then later on, you'll have access to that and it makes an amazing difference. But generally that maps to the growth of the organization. So no worries on that. Uh, The other thing, the other caveat is first time founders 
will always make some bad hires. And the reason is you just don't know what it looks like yet or what it's supposed to look like for any role or position. How do you know what a good bookkeeper, accountant, controller, or CFO looks like if you've never really dealt with that? I hit this all the time in the operational side of the business. I was great at product, but I needed uh, I needed a few t- times through to understand the other parts of the organization. And it's just the name of the game. Um, so how do you how do you minimize that if it's a little bit inevitable? Well, the best way is to minimize it. Lean on your advisors. People have been there before, and you know, get a coach who has been there before, and that is your best angle on that. So that's the wrap for this episode. I hope it was valuable to you. I think it's some of the most important wisdom that I've picked up over the years and uh, would love to hear your thoughts. So that's it for today, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. That's a wrap for this episode of the Rocket Ship Business Academy podcast. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question or issue you'd like support on? Then write to me at steve at steveaugustcoaching.com, and I'll include it into one of my upcoming episodes. And if you're a founder working to scale your business, be sure to follow me on LinkedIn and visit my site, steveaugustcoaching.com for more insights. See you soon.